it is tuesday 21st of july 2020 welcome to the 30th episode of ellipsis i made it this far and i'm glad you did too my name is ravneet i read a little poetry and make small talk only one of those i truly enjoy and the other i'm cultivating a taste for if you've been a regular listener you know that what i have been reading are poems for adults and maybe precocious kids but mostly adults the poem today is a poem for children though and adults who could do with some laughs today i'm going to read the poem first and leave the babble for later because i expect several young listeners to tune in and i do not expect them to be interested in what i have to say the poet is roald dahl and we are reading his poem the three little pigs all of you know the story of the big bad wolf and the pigs who made their houses with straw and timber and stone and how the wolf goes on destroying them different versions of the tale have different endings but this poem here is one with a kicker of a surprise ending so come and read with me roald dahl's the three little pigs The poem now The Three Little Pigs by Roald Dahl The animal I really dig above all others is the pig pigs are noble pigs are clever pigs are courteous however now and then to break this rule one meets a pig who is a fool what for example would you say if strolling through the woods one day right there in front of you You saw a pig who'd built his house of straw. The wolf who saw it licked his lips and said, "That pig has had his chips." Little pig, little pig, let me come in. No, 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 by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. The little pig began to pray, but Wolfie blew his house away. He shouted, "Bacon, pork, and ham." Oh, what a lucky wolf I am. And though he ate the pig quite fast, he carefully kept the tail till last. Wolf wandered on, a trifle bloated. Surprise, surprise, for soon he noted another little house for pigs, and this one had been built of twigs. Little pig, little pig, let me come in. No, no, by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. then i'll huff and i'll puff and i'll blow your house in the wolf said okay here we go he then began to blow and blow the little pig began to squeal he cried oh wolf you've had one meal why can't we talk and make a deal the wolf replied not on your nelly and soon the pig was in his belly Two juicy little pigs wolf cried but still i'm not quite satisfied i know how full my tummy's bulging but oh how i adore indulging so creeping quietly as a mouse the wolf approached another house a house which also had inside a little piggy trying to hide you will not get me the piggy cried I'll blow you down the wolf replied You'll need pig said a lot of puff and I don't think you've got enough 
Wolf huffed and puffed and blew and blew. The house stayed up as good as new. If I can't blow it down, Wolf said, I'll have to blow it up instead. I'll come back in the dead of night and blow it up with dynamite. Pig cried, you brute, I might have known. Then picking up the telephone, he dialed as quickly as he could the number of Red Riding Hood. Hello, she said. Who's speaking? Who? Oh, hello, Piggy. How do you do? Pig cried. I need your help, Miss Hood. Oh, help me, please. Do you think you could? I'll try, of course, Miss Hood replied. What's on your mind? A wolf, Pig cried. I know you've dealt with wolves before. And now I've got one at my door. My darling Pig, she said. My sweet that's something really up my street. I've just begun to wash my hair. But when it's dry, I'll be right there. A short while later, through the wood, came striding, brave Miss Riding Hood. The wolf stood there, his eyes ablaze, and yellowish like mayonnaise. His teeth were sharp, his gums were raw, and spit was dripping from his jaw. Once more the maiden's eyelid flickers, she draws the pistol from her knickers. Once more she hits the vital spot and kills him with a single shot. Pig peeping through the window stood and yelled, Well done, Miss Riding Hood. Ah, piglet, you must never trust young ladies from the upper crust. For now, Miss Riding Hood, one notes, not only has two wolfskin coats but when she goes from place to place she has a pigskin travelling case. Well, wasn't that fun? I love it when the plot of a famous story is reimagined by a writer. My daughter loves for me to read stories and poems to her and we often get into these discussions about the implied morals and intentions of the characters. We don't always resolve the questions because I want her to build her own opinions about why people do what they do as she grows older without passing on my biases and judgments to her. So our conversation is mostly about what could have happened and we basically just come up with entirely new, not so coherent backstories. I remember though, we were reading Fantastic Mr. Fox, another splendid Roald Dahl tale. Please read it if you haven't. But if you don't have the book, I'm sure you still do have Netflix. So go and watch the beautiful Wes Anderson adaptation into a movie by the same name, Fantastic Mr. Fox. It is impossible to not feel for Mr. Fox, especially when you have George Clooney doing his voiceover. So Mr. Fox steals pretty much throughout the story. The first time we read the story about two years ago, my daughter asked, Mama, is it really stealing if your children are dying of hunger? Well, if a story can be written and told to make a six-year-old question how the world works, I say give the writer the prize already. It's a job well done. Until Friday, living in ellipsis, Ravneet Bhava. Mm-hmm.